are not our thoughts higher than the heavens are his ways above our ways and why do I say that because I began to reflect over the Thanksgiving holiday and today actually about how God does things and I remembered and realized that when God established feast in the Bible when he established feast and times of celebration he did it in a way um, to commemorate important things excuse me of course Thanksgiving is an important thing so that's not the contrast that I'm referring to but God established feasts so that they would commemorate important things you know marvelous amazing acts things that he had done those feasts did require work and preparation but they also lasted at least a week seven days eight days if you study um, if you study the Jewish feast and the Jewish holidays you see that they um, that they lasted they lasted um, at least a good week okay so what I began to notice is that because we live in a secular society that places so much emphasis on buying and selling I mean hey Thanksgiving has barely you know before Thanksgiving as a matter of fact before Thanksgiving there's already advertisement and and emphasis on Christmas the Christmas holiday so when I say emphasis on selling and buying and gain you know getting and gain and greed um, my goodness <laughs> because we live in a secular society that places so much emphasis on these things we only had one day allotted to us to give God thanks that's that's the con that's the beginning of the contrast that I'm talking about okay God says you're gonna feast you're going to celebrate you're going to dance you're going to sing praises you're going to read scripture you're going to read the Torah in memory of me you're going to teach your children um, about me you know you're gonna teach them my ways in this in this celebration time in this time of celebration um, but we were allotted you know our holiday and this holiday that was was established for a good cause but we were only allotted one day <laughs> I'm starting to laugh as I as I think about it we were allotted one day to give God thanks and to celebrate his goodness and 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 that's why I started I kind of ended up going off on my little my little tyrant um, because I started thinking about that <laughs> I started thinking about that um, because believers 
because believers have given up their independence, you know, because we no longer try to separate ourselves and be distinct, you know, to be separate, to be apart from the world because we want to assimilate because so many believers want to assimilate. You know, they want to become a part of the melting pot of society. We've lost a lot of the special things. We don't get to enjoy a lot of the special things that God has designated for us. Okay? Because we've compromised our values. And we don't regard the things to be valuable that God regards as being valuable, <laughs> we lose out. We lose out on a lot of things. Okay? And this is just one example. This is one example of that. One day versus a week. How much can you get done in a day? Especially if you work. If you work outside of your home. I'm going to qualify that. If you work outside of your home. Because taking care of a home is a job in itself, okay? Taking care of a family, um, taking care of your wife, your husband, your kids, your responsibilities at home is a job in itself. So then if you work outside of the home, and especially if you work for someone else, that's another right that many of us have lost. You know, um, entrepreneurship was not even a term, so to speak. In, in biblical times, everyone was an entrepreneur because everyone <laughs> lived off of their own abilities. You know, they, their, their skills, their talents, their abilities. They didn't have to go punch someone else's clock and work for someone else necessarily. I mean, there were situations where people did work for other people, but their... Um, their work was different than the way work is that we know it. Um, the, the workforce and the rules that governed working and being a servant and, um, you know, working for someone else, the rules were different. God's rules were different. So he looked out for us in ways that uh, mankind cannot do, that mankind today especially does not do. All right. So, oops, I'm going off on another tangent. <laughs> I know that uh, I'm coming up on a break here shortly. So I'm trying to get this in. I'm trying to get this in. But because we don't regard the things to be valuable that God regards as valuable, we just miss out on a lot. We miss out on a lot. We lose out on a lot. For example, regarding him regarding God as valuable, putting him first in our lives. Because we don't do that, we don't guard his feast. We don't regard um, the love, the relationships that he classifies as important. Um, the time of fellowship with one another you know, that, that um, we should have because we need each other. In life, we need others. 
in the body of Christ, we need others. In families, we need others. <laughs> we need each other. But because we don't value those things like God values those things, they don't hold the same place in our heart and in our lives as they should. Therefore, we don't get the benefits of those things like we should. Um, that's one example. And more after the break. the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. We are home-based in Waldorf, Maryland. If you would like more information, you may email us at etsministriesinc at gmail.com or write to us at ETS Post Office Box 72, Waldorf, Maryland, 20602. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls and we can make information available to you by email. E-T-S. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, physical abuse, abandonment, and neglect. To find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived traumas such as molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may find themselves in Jones's story. You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at authorhouse.com, this show's host page, amazon.com, or any of the major bookstores. The Story of Me. I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people, this is Minister Diane. I am back, and I am in the middle of a, a tangent, or tyrant, I guess. 
But before I continue where I left off, I do want to remind you, and you will hear it coming up in the broadcast, um, our commercials regarding our resources and our written material. Um, I want you to take a look at our show page. I want you to look at the... um, the materials that we have on the show page. We have several books, several resources available for our listeners. And um, many of you are aware of the um, unrest and the situation that is going on in Ferguson, Missouri. And I just want to point your attention to my book regarding um, race issues, racism, um, things that I experienced in my own life and and just look at my perspective on that. Um, it is called The Story of Me, A Black Nurse. So take a moment to look at our show page or you may go to um, my publisher's website, which is www.authorhouse.com and look up those uh, materials. And you can also go to Amazon or any major retailer, okay? So, let's see if we can go back to where I was. I was talking about um, how we as believers miss out on so many things because we do not value what God values. Like God, for example, Loving God with all our hearts, with all our minds, and with all our soul. If we do that, if we do that, if we fall in love with God, if we fall in love with God, we'll fall in love with Jesus. If we fall in love with Jesus, we will fall in love with the ways of God, the things of God, um, the things that God deems valuable. And we will then receive the benefits of a valuable relationship with God. What are some of the other things that are val- valuable to him? Love. Love, love is valuable to him. You know why? This might shock you. This might just shock you. But the reason, the reason that love is valuable to God, because God is love. Because God is love. So after you fall in love with him, you fall in love with his word, You know, the word of God is Jesus Christ in writing. (laughs) The word of God is the Lord Jesus Christ and the story of God in writing. Okay, so if you fall in love with those things, then you will also love thy neighbor as thyself. You will also love your mother and your father and honor them. You also love your sisters and brothers in Christ and love your neighbor as you love yourself. You would love doing good unto others as you would have them do unto you. But because we have become subject 
to the same kind of bondage that the world is in bondage to. For example, the pride of life, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, buying, selling, greed, materialism, because we have become enslaved to those same things. We suffer the same losses, the same hopelessness, the same forms of depression and disappointment and disillusion. My tangent started because I was thinking about how wonderful, how wonderful it would have been for me. This is me, personally speaking. I think that it would have been great if I could have had a week off to celebrate my Thanksgiving, to celebrate giving God thanks. <laughs> I said all of that to get back to that point. I would have loved to have a week. I could just picture, you know, planning a feast and a celebration and having a, a, a room full of friends. You know, well, even in my family, we have done that on occasion. Like during the holidays, you know, we, we play music and we dance and we laugh and we play games. In the past, you know, we, of course, we cook a lot of food and we you know, just hang out with each other. And um, I would have loved to have had a week to do that, though. And I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm a stickler for things like that. I like to read the scriptures during those times of events. You know, I like to refer to the word of God and remind people of what God has to say about these situations. Um, that's just a part of me. That's a part of who I am. And I think that's because I love God. It's because I love him. So I love the things about him. I love the things concerning him. I love what he loves. So that was supposed to be my opening, even though it took me getting into the second segment of the hour to finish it up. That was my opening. So having said that, let me just remind you that I am sipping tea tonight. Yes, I am sipping my tea. I do have something special. I saw this at the store and I decided to try it. And um, it's a tea that supports the immune system. It's an herbal tea. It's a decaf. And it has echinacea in it. Echinacea Plus, I think it was called. I'm not going to say who it was by, but I tried it earlier today, and I really actually liked it. I was kind of afraid that it might taste medicinal, medicinal, but it didn't. It tastes really good. So I'm having some more tonight, and I'm asking you, inviting you to join me in sipping my tea. And, of course, I want to let you know that my honey, my husband... My partner in life, my partner in ministry, my partner in every way is behind the scenes, listening in, 
I hope we got a hold of him. <laughs> I, I hope I'm not miss. How do I say that? Okay, we did. Okay, so my honey is behind the scenes. He's listening in. How are you, handsome? I'm good, gorgeous. How are you? I'm wonderful. What did you think about my tangent? <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty uh, intense. Oh, intense? Was that intense? <laughs> oh, okay. Explain. <laughs> well, you were already into it when I came on, so. I guess it's like you were worked up when I got when I got on the air, started uh -huh. listening. You were already you were already going, so I didn't get the the warm up. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, as usual, I'm inviting you to um, join in at any point. Please share with us your thoughts and your inspiration. I am trying something new tonight. As we're recording this uh, program, I'm actually trying to record um, on my webcam at the same time to test it out and, and see if I can make, you know, make something that we can put on YouTube. So uh, <laughs> they won't see you, but if it works, they'll see me. Um, so... I might look a little, I, I, I might pause a little bit here and there because I'm trying to do more than one thing at once. But um, if you feel inspired, honey, please join in. Okay? Please just say, hey, I need, I want to say something. Okay? I will. All right, people. Having said that, now I will say this. Because I'm going to try to get into tonight's topic, topic, even though I've been slowly working my way into it. According to secular traditions, holidays are supposed to be a time of gathering with family and celebrating, often in superficial ways. According to God's ways, his feasts are a time of gathering with family, yes. That's a similarity. Brothers and sisters in Christ. So family did not only include your immediate family, but other believers. Brothers and sisters in Christ. Ah, there's a contrast there. And celebrating his marvelous acts. Actually celebrating God. His marvelous acts. I'm not going to get into Christmas at this point, but I'm thinking, my mind is already going there. Ce celebrating Him. Not just a time for self-indulgence and indulging ourselves, but celebrating Him. Okay? The motivation is not superficial. The motivation is not superficial. The motivation, the reason behind the occasion. Oh man, I was just getting into that. More after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. 
and we'll be right back after these. Are you concerned about your physical and spiritual health? Tired of aches and pains? Heartburn? Taking pills? Being out of shape and having no self-control? Try the 90-day challenge by Vaisalis. Using our delicious, nutritious health shakes and eating one meal a day, you can build lean muscle, burn fat, improve your health, and rule your body instead of your body ruling you. Choose your kit. Start your challenge. Lose 10 pounds at a time. Order online today at dianesjones.bodybyvi.com. <laughs> a black nurse. This narrative is about the struggles of being a black woman and a black professional in a society bound with racial and gender bias. She has hopes, dreams, needs, a purpose, and aspirations, but faces constant opposition to fulfilling these basic human requirements. Like so many people of color before her, she achieves some measure of success, but her success is minor compared to what she must do to achieve it. It's time for a change. Get your copy today from authorhouse.com, this show's host page, or any major book retailer like amazon.com. A black nurse. <laughs> I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, we're back. And guess what? That was one of the uh, commercials that I was referring to earlier. That was uh, regarding the story of me, a black nurse. You need to get your copy. Um, the, the How do I say? The things that we do make available on our show page and that you do purchase um the funds will be used to keep this ministry on the air unless otherwise designated. It will be used to support the work of the ministry. So you need to get your copy. I hope and pray that it will give you some insight from a spiritual perspective and that it will just bless you in some way to know that others have uh, walked through those types of things and come out uh, victorious and blessed because my faith was in Christ as I'm hoping yours will be and is so back to where we were you still with me um, 
Honey Bunch, Chris, you still there? I'm here. All right, dear. All right, so back to where I was. Um, the motivation for God's feast is not superficial. It does not leave you feeling depressed and alone. Mm, I'll talk a little bit more about that as I go. In the body of Christ, we should never be alone in the sense of quote-unquote family. Okay? In the sense of quote-unquote family, we should never feel alone. I have strong, strong feelings about that. I have passionate feelings about that. Because I do believe that God has put a system in place so that even if you don't have a natural family, even if you don't have a blood family, that you should find family in the body of Christ. I strongly, strongly believe that. It is a reality that many don't have the love of family during the secular holiday seasons, especially from Thanksgiving through to Christmas to the new year. It is, there are statistics to show that people are often sad and depressed and that the suicide rate increases and goes up. A lot of that is because people have false expectations, uh, needs that are not met, they are they are alone in the sense of family and they feel that aloneness they feel the disappointment of the failures in their life and in life in general so it is a fact that during the secular holiday season many people feel alone i want you to know that in god in god you are never alone I don't care how you feel. I don't care if it feels like you are alone. In God, when you are in God, you are never alone. When you are in God and God is in you, when you are walking with God and God is walking with you, you are never alone. Even when you don't have a natural family, even when the body of Christ, when those that profess to be believers fail you, when they fail to live up to their calling as believers, because that can happen. Because it does happen, especially nowadays. There was a time when the believers were closely knit together. In the book of Acts, there is uh, the description of a time when Pentecost, when Pentecost occurred, and that was how the Feast of Pentecost began and was birthed. But during the time of Pentecost, the Bible says that they were all together in one place and that they were all on one accord. And the Holy Spirit came and met them there in a powerful way. Well, it was during the feast of Pentecost. It was during a time of feasting and, and um, commemorating um, 
commemorating. Well, well, let me let me let me hold on a second. Well, it was during a time. It was during a time after Christ's death, burial, and resurrection, and it became the Feast of Pentecost. It became, you know, later on it was commemorated as the Feast of Pentecost. So my point is, is that they were all in one place and they were all on one accord. And that is how it should be in the body of Christ. We should be able to come together in one place and be on one accord, even in terms of celebrating, even in terms of feasting and commemorating God. Know that God loves you and you are not alone. So for the sake of, you know, appeasing myself, let's just, I'm, I'm just going to pretend like Thanksgiving is still going on until Thursday, <laughs> until at least until this Thursday, Chris and I are still enjoying our leftovers we are on the air with you tonight and we are still talking about the goodness of God and I am still expressing from my heart the things that I am thankful for to God and for the wonderful things that he has done in my life. Last week we played an encore and we shared with you some of the things that God has done in our life and that we are thankful for. And so I am still celebrating Thanksgiving. <laughs> I hope that I can start a new tradition. <laughs> In spite of the fact that you might have to go to work, that you, you may have gone back to work already, you, you all out there, I'm inviting you to join me and to continue your Thanksgiving celebration at least until Thursday. This Thursday coming up. Like I'm not sure what date that is because I don't have a calendar in front of me, but I'm asking you all to join me and continue your Thanksgiving celebration. You can pop your sparkling cider, you know, I've still got a bottle left. We went through a, um, a, a one, one three pack case and we're on the second case, if you will. So you can still pop your cider. You can still say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And you can still tell him how good he is and why he is so good. All right. Um, I, today, I had a friend who, um, one of my friends, his mother passed away um, two days ago. And he had put it on, on Facebook. He, he, he put it a very um, touching statement stating how his mother was such a wonderful woman of God, you know, and even though his heart was heavy, he was he was celebrating her life. Mm -hmm. And um, I just, I just, because he's a Christian, I just noticed how he gave God the glory mm. for for the woman that he that, that raised him. He said his father died when he was um, real young, and so the mother was left with seven children, and she was basically his mother and father. And she she did a you know an excellent job. She was strong, and she said that she just said that she was tired 
he held her hand as you know as she passed away, and I just encouraged him just to let him know that you know even even in the hard time like that, if God is your if He's your source, um, as Christians we're supposed to remind each other of that. Even though it's in a hard time, we're supposed to remind them of who is in control and what the Word says mm-hmm. about death, even. Mm-hmm. So I just I just put on this post, you know, the, the, the Scripture says, absent from the body is present with the Lord. And and I just wanted him to know, and I, and I said that she is she she is she has a new body and she's dancing with the saints now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and even though she's gone from this life, mm-hmm. we can still have a mindset. We have something to be thankful about. You know, mm-hmm. we can't control when God's going to call her, but she was tired. Right. So I let him know that she won't be tired anymore. She has a youthful new body, and and she may be. She may be, uh, have gone through death from, you know, from our mortal understanding, but her spirit has come alive even more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so as, as, as Christians, we have to be thankful, but we have to remind other people of what we have to be thankful about. Amen. So, and, 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 and give God the glory through the hard times. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to put that out there. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for, for putting that out there. That's an example of what I was talking about, the things, you know, expressing and acknowledging the things that are valuable to God changes our perspective because a soul coming home, a soul making it into heaven <laughs> is valuable to who, God. The people who don't know God you know, hold, hold your thought because the break is coming up in right now. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Millions of people are sexually abused each and every day. Not just by rape, child molesters, or pedophiles, but by choice and through lifestyle preferences. Who would enjoy being raped again and again? Why is rape spiritual as well as physical? Can a sex offender be healed from abusing others? Find answers to these and other questions in the pages of Overcoming Sexual Abuse by Minister Diane Jones. Available online at authorhouse.com. This show's host page, amazon.com and any major bookstore overcoming sexual abuse. Reaching out from the heartland of the United States. 
States with quality programming. This is Tokinet Radio. Is there more living for you to do? Yes. Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. For more information on Trisha and Living Inspired, go to her website, Trisha Goyer, that's G-O-Y-E-R dot com. Trisha's vision is to be a voice of hope and possibility for teenage girls, pregnant teens, mothers, and wives. Her intention is to serve ordinary women by encouraging extraordinary things with God's help. Trisha expresses real life, real hope for real women. Is there more living to do? Yes. Start Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer, Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on Tuggynet.com. woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. And back to my partner in ministry, Minister Chris. Finish your thought. Well, I was um, I was expressing about my friend who lost who lost his mother. How as Christians we're supposed to encourage other Christians because there should be there should be the same DNA. And when you speak the word to a person who believes God's word and a believer, even though they're down. God's word is going to encourage them. Yeah, they may be um, feeling pain because of the loss, but God always will give us the word to remind the believer of the position that that, that that Christian who's gone on is in. They're not dead. They're, they're gone to be with the Lord. They're, they're more alive now than they've ever been. So, um, and and, and the, the one who will not want to receive that word is more likely to be the person who doesn't know God. Mm. Because mm. if they don't know God and they don't want to know God, they think that God is a, the Easter Bunny or Santa Claus or some kind of fairy tale. So mm-hmm. it's not comforting them. So you have to know God in your spirit. And then when, when God speaks to you through somebody else, will agree with your spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. more more times than not, that um that non believer will get will get bitter. But but on the other hand that, that non believer heart will be tender sometimes and that would be the best time to reach them with love. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and just lend a lend a shoulder to cry on and, and, and comfort them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's just basically what I did with my friend is let him know that um, her work is done here. 
She's raised all of her kids. She's done her job. She loved the Lord. She taught them to love the Lord. And she saw that come to fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And, and, and she, she said that she was tired. And, and, and God is, is saying, well done, my good and faithful servant. Right. Come home. Well done. And, and, and even though your heart is heavy, it's bittersweet. But, but the big part of the bittersweet is the sweet. Mm-hmm. The, bitter, the bitter is just temporary because if, if, if you all are on the same page and you all are believers, it's a temporary loss. Mm-hmm. You're going to miss the person. But the reality of it is she's gone on and helping prepare a place for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. waiting and going and gonna to greet you with open arms one day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and her mission is fulfilled. Right. And, and 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 so with Thanksgiving that gives you something yeah, you you're you're a little you're you're sad, but it also gives you something to rejoice about and something to be thankful about. That that mom is in. Right. She's in. She's made it. She's, she's right. good. Amen. 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 And the believer the believer is supposed to understand that and the believer is supposed to be the one to strengthen the believer. Mhm. To strengthen the believer and encourage him with God's word. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, a lot of times the believer is what is 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 not believing like he said. We have a lot of people that that um that like the title of being a Christian and being a believer, but then when it comes time to to put the the, the battle armor on and do the work, they don't. They don't want to get no dirt under their fingernails. And, and we're supposed to be ministers. We're supposed to be ministering to people and, 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 and reaching the law. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just not supposed to just be walking around with a, with a collar on. But then when somebody sees you with a collar on and they need you to, to talk to them, you don't have time because you're too busy with church stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's another topic. I know. <laughs> but in, in line with Thanksgiving and in line with the love, I wanted to say that about uh, strengthening and encouraging our believers. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I can follow you. Uh, we could go in different directions because we we try to, you know, even though I have an outline, I I lend myself to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And there were things that you said that 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 could take us in a in 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 another direction i i could i could add to what you said and say that well i won't do that i won't do that <laughs> maybe maybe it'll maybe it'll come back in because everything you're saying is still in line with what we're talking about um and and, and i'm hearing you emphasize that in life there are hurts there are losses, there are disappointments, um, but how we embrace them, how we, you know, how we let God comfort us and how we embrace them and how we value, as I was saying earlier, the things that he values will determine how we go through those losses and those disappointments, how we deal with those hurts. Right? Right. He's going, to, he's going to deal with his own. Mm-hmm. And, and people will say, man, how are you getting through this? 
you know, I'm tore up. How are you getting through? Mm-hmm. And even through that, when someone when someone that doesn't understand, when they ask you that question, you have an answer. Mm-hmm. You have an answer. It's like, man, you lost the same person that I lost. How are you so calm? And it's like, well, let me explain to you why I'm calm. Let me show you in the scriptures why I'm so calm. Let me show you what I know. And 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 when you do that, if they don't understand, you 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 give them understanding. You break it down as simple as necessary, so they can get the peace. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 you can draw them to the Lord because they're vulnerable at their time and they're they're crying out. Mm-hmm. They're, they're crying out. They want they want they really want the peace that they see that you have. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to have it. And and then that loss is really not a loss when when a soul is won to the Lord. Yes. And a soul is gone home to the Lord. So yes, yes. It's a win-win situation. Amen. Amen. So in all, thank you, Jesus. I say thank you, Jesus, even as you say that. And in all things, we should give thanks. We, you know, of course, we don't say, Lord, I thank you that my heart is hurting right now and that it's crushed. But you say, Lord, my heart is hurting right now and it's crushed, but I give you thanks anyway. I miss my mom or I miss my dad or uh, I was disappointed about this situation or that situation, but I thank you anyway. Without the Lord, a person would be totally crushed a lot of times in that situation. Mm-hmm. But having mm-hmm. having the Lord, He gives you a level of peace, and and the saints are supposed to remind you of that peace that surpasses all understanding through the through the storm. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to go through storms. That's inevitable, right? But but are we destroyed through the storm, or are we crushed through the storms, or are we Encouraged and, and, and strengthened through the storm. You survive a storm, you're supposed to come out stronger. Amen. 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 I want to tag along to what you're saying. And I want to say that um, disappointments, you know, disappointments and hurts and losses in life can trigger emotions, you know, can can trigger emotions, can touch our emotions. Our emotions, however, our emotions can serve as a barometer to let us know that something is wrong involving us or something is going on concerning us. Um, Chris and I, you know, we've experienced our share of disappointments. We've experienced, you know, the, the loneliness at the holiday season um, the times where we have felt alone, where we didn't have family um, close by, you know, where we relocated and moved to areas where we didn't have family close by. But in spite of that, well, as a matter of fact, um, even recently, you know, I, I like to keep things real on the on the program and we're running out of time here. But even recently, we felt that type of disappointment, you know, and it, and it bothered me to the point where it triggered some, some emotions that I remember feeling years ago, years ago. It, it, it made me remember how valuable 
love is. And I remember thinking years ago how I can't live without love, how I, I didn't feel like I could live without love. And today, though, today the Lord reminded me, and I want to remind you of this same thing, that I don't have to live without love. You don't have to live without love because he loves you, because God loves me, because you are never alone when you are in God. I want to remind you, and the Lord reminded me that I couldn't let the pain cloud that truth. I couldn't let the pain of disappointment cloud that truth. We can't live without love, people. You can't live without love because God is love. God's love makes life and love possible. Without God, there is no love. So keep your focus on him during the holiday season. Until next time, love God and love one another because you can't live without love. Thank you.